of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here now. Welcome to The Masculine Journey. We are very glad to have you with us today. And I know I say that every week, but I do mean that every week. I'm glad that you care to join us and, and listen to us, whether you listen to us live or via podcast. And this is our post-boot camp edition. This is one of the most exciting ones. We're just coming off of boot camp a week ago. Well, less than a week ago. Flying high. Flying high, still tired. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's, it's a great experience and... Uh, Uplifting in, in so many ways, but also a little tiring. I'm definitely drained, that is for sure. Yeah, yeah, well, there's a lot that goes on. You know, there's a lot that goes on as we, you know, prepare for the camp, as we're at the camp. You know, God tends to uh, step in and change some things while we're at the camp. And so, you know, we're constantly doing um, activity, you know, constantly have activity. And then, you know, of course, fighting warfare. I was energized by the camp and still am, but I left before Sunday, so I didn't have to break down. <laughs> yeah, probably Sunday for me, you know, I was doing the, the final talk of the, the weekend, and while we're doing the worship, God changes some of the uh, movie clips <laughs> <laughs> that I've got to use. I've sat there, you know, and I, I've listened to the worship songs, and he's like, you know, this clip would be a really good one. I'm like, oh, yeah, that'd be really good. You know, then he told me another one, and so I had to scramble and try to change the clips. You know, everybody took a bathroom break so we could uh, get the clips changed, and I almost forgot them. And I do just want to say that on air, Sam's talk on Sunday uh, about the good heart was one of the most amazing things I've ever sat through, um, and I was privileged to be able to see it um, live. Um, it was just amazing. I mean, it touched me. Well, thank you. It's uh, that uh, particular topic when – Ransom Hart and Eldridge did that. It was a, uh, it was a catalyst, honestly, for how I saw myself moving forward. Because I'd always lived under that, you know, the heart is wicked, right, right. And I'm like, well, at the end of the day, that's where I'm going to land. You know, and having you know God's grace to say, yeah, there's two scripture about that, and that's very true. Before you become a Christian, before you accept Christ, and then you get the new heart, you get the the good heart. God lives in your heart. All those you know verses we went through, and there's Verse after verse after verse after verse after verse. A good verse. heart sounds like a good name for a ministry. You know, it is. It is, you know. Uh, so that, uh, and that's been uh, since 2005 now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's been pretty cool. But yeah, it, uh, it for me, and I talked about a little bit at camp, you know, we had salvation was obviously the biggest thing in my life as far as uh, my walk and my faith. Second would be just healing of wounds. And then third, this understanding that... Uh, you know, I don't have to live under the condemnation of the wicked heart. You know, I can live out of a good heart. And I think that's, and that's something very, like, that was very confusing for me, like coming in as a, a new Christian. It's like, well, you know, we talk all the time about like, we're just evil people as humans, I guess. You know, how, how does God love such evil people? Uh, and that mean that really just, I mean, it just really shifted my whole perspective on everything and just made me realize God's love and God's grace and just how amazing it is for us. One of the the lies that was addressed at the camp, and it's one that's bothered me, is that, and 
fairly recently I heard it pretty clearly, but most Christians live under the, oh, my sin separates me from God. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah. the real truth is God separates you from your sin, and he's between you and your sin. And mm-hmm. that's where we get the good heart. He's healed us. Yeah, one of my favorite uh, people that speak on that is John Lynch. Um, not the ex-football player, but uh, <laughs> a pastor out in Arizona. You know, and he'll, uh, he, he tells the story of God's grace, but one of the things he says is, He's got Jesus standing there with his arm around him, and they're looking at the sin together. And he's like, "Wow, that is a lot of sin." <laughs> but we'll get to it together, you know, one day at a time, you know. And, and it was just the perspective of, okay, yeah, it isn't separating. You know, God's here with me, and we're working on on moving past that, moving into more of that good heart, moving into more of that new creation that Christ created me to be. Boot camp, Rodney. Question. What was your favorite part of boot camp? The grapple I had with agreements. Okay. So about halfway through the camp, I was just, okay, Lord, what are we working on this weekend? I've been asking and praying about it for a long time coming into the camp. And he's just, I started, the old agreements started popping back up. You're not worthy. You're not good enough. You can't do this. There's all kinds of negativity coming at me. The warfare, as we were talking about. And... Then it was that talk on agreements that I said, okay, I really started praying heavily on that and started understanding which agreements were out there and what, and started realizing, oh man, I keep making these over and over and over. So that's where I've got to be very conscientious and pray about them almost daily and say every morning I'm breaking them. Mm -hmm. And then there's the other part of taking this risk out there to actually not keep going back to them. And have to talk through the wounds and other things that have, that have gone on to make sure that I can go rescue my beauties and make that happen in my life. Yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot one, going on. One of the things that I wanted to add is if you listen to the program Saturday, you heard a bunch of young people. Well, I'm nearing 78. I want to make the point that a man must know himself. And boot camp will help you do that. Mm-hmm. You may think you know yourself, but going through some of the talks, in particular the poser talk, will help you know who you really are. Yeah, and God continually comes after your heart. I heard a quote today, Harold, that it said, as long as you're still breathing, God's still working on you. Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think sometimes people make too much about being older you know it's staying young at heart and you're definitely one that's young at heart with us you know you have to be to hang out with us all the time because we're not that young yeah well, well except for Corey. yeah yeah um so harold what was your favorite part about boot camp uh of the boot camps that i've been to my favorite part is the uh, silence mm-hmm. covenants of silence uh i mean i love the talks uh, I love the way you wave the clips in that fit so well with the point trying to be made. So there's there's an entertainment element, but you walk away with a lot of learning. Mm-hmm. But then uh, when you really get to face yourself, it's in the covenant of silence. It is, and, and that's where God does his deepest uh, work is out in those, those sessions. A lot of times, sometimes he'll come at you right in the middle of a session um, you know, and he's going to work on you when he wants to work on you. 
Jim, what about you? What was your favorite part of the, the camp? Well, I, normally for me, it is the silent times, but this time it was more the sessions, but I think ultimately it was the prayer at the end, and it just hit me that that was, because I, in that, I heard the name Percy, and I was, I said, none of these kids know anybody named Percy. Nobody names folks Percy anymore. No. And I was thinking, and the only one I've ever known, and it just hit me that God wanted me to honor the memory of Percy Wood and that he this was a man who had the biggest heart in the world for kids, and he worked with troubled kids, and he loved literally the unlovable in a way that was a great example for me. That's awesome. I'm going to cheat and give two answers because yeah, that's why we can go. <laughs> you're last. allowed. You're in control. Uh, yeah. The the I said the first thing was, you know, having been around the kids at the North Carolina Boys Academy now for you know what three or four years, you know, and seeing as these kids come in and how broken they are and and just you know where the life's been really tough, and to see where they are, you know, eighteen months later, two years later it's really, really cool just to see the growth and see um, how much they start to step into young manhood, you know, and really doing it in a, in a good way. And then I was really impressed with um, a couple of the guys, one guy in particular from the uh, uh, Winston-Salem Rescue Mission and the program that he's been going through out at Alpha Acres, you know, for a year and then uh, into the other program that he's been doing and just... Uh, what all God's done in his life in the midst of all that was really cool just to listen to that story. As far as the camp itself, my favorite thing was the thing that honestly, I'm always, I hate to say it this way, it's not necessarily true. It's not what I'm looking forward to the least. It's what I'm always most apprehensive about. You know, and we did a session on Saturday night of listening prayer. And if you don't know what that is, it's basically exactly that. It's listening prayer. You go out with a group of people you can do it with people you know. It's actually better with people you don't really know. And you go out and you just take an hour and say, God, we're going to listen to what you have to say. Don't put any context to it. Just say, you know, what's there? You know, and you listen. And initially it's, you know, quiet. And then guys start hearing things. And it's it's almost like a random, feels like a random popcorn machine going. You know, things are kind of popping and people are saying things here and there. And then God just uh, does some pretty cool stuff. I want to go ahead and get to a clip, and this is not a Christian movie. It reminds me of Listening Prayers, the reason I want to play this clip, and it's from Field of Dreams. And in the movie Field of Dreams, the character Ray hears different things. He hears, if you build it, he will come. Um, the, heal his pain. And I can't remember the third because I have to cheat and look. And I don't have my guy. Oh, or go we can listen to the clip. Oh, go the distance. Go the distance. <laughs> and so I'm going to go ahead and listen to the clip because what ends up happening with this is, is um, he does exactly that. He follows these things, and then he gets to the point of the payoff. And I want to kind of get to what that payoff is. And this is when he gets to meet his father and deal with some father wound issues. What? If you build it, 
He will come. time that really horribly we got halfway <laughs> through the clip but i did it there it god does everything intentionally so you got to come back and listen to the end of the clip but yeah um we'll talk more about it but go to maskinjourneyradio.org register for an upcoming boot camp when we have it posted which we don't yet but also listen to past podcasts which they're all there now for you to listen to hi this is sam with masculine journey i'm here with my son eli we're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to facebook.com where you can click the donate button. Or you can go to masculinejourneyradio.org. Once again, look for the donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to PO Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. What God does at Masculine Journey Radio Boot Camp. When I first got here, I was kind of closed off. Didn't really want to talk to anybody because I thought I was stupid. I didn't believe. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like each person who spoke kind of chipped away at this feeling I was having and chipped away at this mask I was hiding behind. I've never heard anybody speak about God and Jesus and the way we're supposed to feel like you guys have this weekend. What a gift. $199 Masculine Journey Radio Boot Camp. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Word of God speak Would you pour down like rain Washing my eyes to see Your majesty To be still and know That you're in this place Please let me stay and rest In your holiness Word of God speak Welcome back to The Masculine Journey. I could just listen to that song the rest of the time. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a great song. Great suggestion, Jim. It's all my wife. She's the machine for coming up with it. I mean, it took her all of three seconds when yeah. I said, this is our topic, well, this song. Yeah, it's uh, that's one of my favorite songs. Uh, obviously, one of my favorite Mercy Me songs, but uh, in general, it's one of my favorite Christian songs. Um, I am going to go ahead and pick up where we left off with Ray. Ray had just uh, visited on the clip... Um, the three things that he was asked to do. And they all took him on various adventures, right, to, to places that didn't seem to make sense. And along the way, each each one of those stops, other people are affected in a positive way, which is kind of how God works. And it's indeed. He basically tells us what we need to know when we need to know it. And what we're usually asking for, or at least what I'm usually asking for, is, well, God, tell me what I need to do when I get here. Silence. Mm-hmm. And he often tells us a lot through his silence. And, and he does. And so he just tells us exactly what we need to know, and then we need to go be obedient with what we've been given. And, and so that's happened with Ray, and it gets to the point where all of a sudden, for lack of a better term, the payoff is there. Of, you know what God's been working on, again, and, and this is not necessarily a Christian movie, but working on taking him back to a place where he can see his father differently. 
because he didn't have a great relationship with his dad. And this takes it back, you know, magic of movies where they can step back in time and his dad's a young man again and he gets to see him in his prime and we'll listen to some of the interchange with he and his father. My God. I only saw him years later when he was worn down by life. Look at him. He's got his whole life in front of him and I'm not even a glint in his eye. Jim, as we were talking um, before the show, I mean, this is kind of a, a new age kind of movie, but even though the intent is there, you still get to deal with some issues that God wants to deal with. You know, in this movie, it gets to take him back into this place where the scene you don't get to see is they go out and they have a catch together, which was an old wounded part for Ray, you know, and so he can step back into where he sees his father differently. And, and for me, I think it's probably part of the journey God took me on along the way to where I had to get to the point where I could see my father differently before I could forgive him on some things, you know, right. and, and that took a while, you know, it took a, a various journey. I got some information from a sister and information here and information there. That, and then all of a sudden, you know, I, I realized I could see my dad as just a broken man, you know, that life had stripped from, from him. And in the same clip, it reminded me of one of my other special moments at the boot camp mm-hmm. was remembering my father who died 20 years ago this year. But I, and we were talking about the wound and I had a wonderful father. Mm-hmm. He had his shortcomings, but you know, having this clip remind me of the good times we did have together is very special. Yeah. And we need to look back at those we love, those that are in our lives those that we're meant to love and may have other feelings for. Yeah. And, you know, Rodney, you'd echoed that, you know, we were, had the ability to go to Robbie's dad's funeral on uh, Sunday after boot camp and just, you know, to see Robbie just kind of come alive as he talked about his dad and his life and his perspectives that changed over time. Yeah. And if that doesn't touch you and move you, nothing will, will ever Um, just to see that and know that, Instead of like the movie, he's living it afterwards like many of us are, right? We didn't heal those things during that time. Robbie got to spend a lot of time with his father, heal those wounds, see his father in a completely different light before he passed, 
And to talk about that and to be able to express that in such a loving and wonderful way was emotional because I was constantly thinking about my father during that time <laughs> and thinking, oh, my dad died of a heart attack, you know, about 20 years ago, just suddenly gone. And I never had a chance to say goodbye to really do any of those close things that, uh, you know, you went, he went, probably went through a hard time, but he was able to have some wonderful moments that he talked about. And that's very special. Yeah. And we got to listen to pretty much a boot camp talk as a eulogy, which was really kind of interesting. <laughs> that was cool. That <laughs> <laughs> was very cool. Uh, back to the, we'll, we'll get back to, you know, hearing from God, talking to God, the, the listening prayer um, in my group. Uh, okay. If I just share the story, Corey. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, in my group, we had some breakthroughs, uh, some pretty cool things. I heard for one person, I didn't know what was going on in their life, and that was kind of key. You didn't know any of the guys in the group what was going on in their life. I just heard God say, um, tell this person that I love him. And so I told him, thinking, okay. you know. Then, and the next thing I could hear, I could hear the guy weeping. And later he shared some of his story, and it was exactly what he'd been asking God. God, what do you think of me right before mm-hmm. I heard you know, and I mean, I would have no way of knowing that, you know, and a, a cool example was one of the young kids from, uh, or the older kids from the North Carolina Boys Academy, Spencer, um, told me, he said, uh, Sam, your son loves you, but there's something that he really is bothered by that he needs to talk to you about. And I'm like, okay. Then after we got done praying, I said, did God give you clarity on which son? You know, and he said, no, you know, I don't know if it was youngest or your oldest and so i uh, texted my oldest and he said well no there's really nothing there's a little bit of stuff that happened i want to talk to you about but nothing that's you know that pressing and so i didn't get a chance to talk to my youngest son who was at boot camp with me until last night no two nights ago and we just had been busy and we had had quiet time and i said hey how was your listening prayer group because he was in a different group and he said oh it was okay it was good you know it was enjoyable um, I said, okay. And I said, well, this is what happened in my group. <laughs> you know, this is what I was told. And I said, is there something you need to talk about? And he said, well, I wasn't quite honest with my answer, Dad. I said, what's that? He said, well, there were three things that were brought up. And he told me each one of the things. And he said, you know, people wondered who those were for. And I knew they were exactly for me. And it was something that I'm struggling with right now. And so he went, you know, went through and told me what he was struggling with. And we had a great conversation but, you know, when you, you think about that, you have these three random things that come up from different people that he's the only one that knows they all apply to him. I'm in a totally separate group, and, and I don't have any clue that there's something going on and is bothering him. And something, someone else just says, hey, your son needs to talk to you about something. You know, and just to watch God work, you know, and how amazing he is. You know, and, and I'm sure there's so much more that happened in those groups that we don't know about or haven't yet played out. Um, but it's just very cool to say, man, how, how could you not believe, you know, if you had any doubt, how would you, how could you not believe? Yeah. And the listening prayer at the, the last boot camp, my first boot camp, that was the, the final breakthrough. That was the final block in my fake wall that I had built up of non-belief, um, was the listening prayer exercise when, um, when, I heard the group that I hadn't spoken with and they're giving specifics on me and my story. I mean, it really, it was crazy. And it's just such, like you said, it can be kind of apprehensive. It can be kind of weird at first, but if you give yourself over to it, it's just 
a, a great experience. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty amazing. There was a lot that started to happen in the second half hour of ours. But that's not the only way to hear from God. You know, we've been talking a lot. We've gonna got a couple more clips. Um, would someone like to set up? Would you like to? Which clip would you like to set up, Jim? I'll let you decide. <laughs> well, since we probably are shorter on time, uh, let's look at the Rudy. And this is Rudy and in, going into the church, and he's praying, and the the priest comes over and talks to him about what's going on in his life and says some important things. Taking your appeal to a higher court. I'm desperate. If I don't get in next semester, it's over, done. Notre Dame doesn't accept senior transfers. Well, did a hell of a job, kid. Chasing down your dream. I don't care what kind of job I did. If it doesn't produce results, it doesn't mean anything. I think you'll discover that it will. Maybe I haven't prayed enough. I'm sure that's not the problem. Praying is something we do in our time. The answer's come in God's time. Have I done everything I possibly can? Can you help me? Son, in 35 years of religious studies, I've come up with only two hard, incontrovertible facts. There is a God and... I'm not him. And if you know nothing else, those are important. But one of the things in that that really, I mean, it really resonated with me is when he's saying that, you know, I've done all this and it's for nothing, you know, if I don't get in or whatever the situation is with you. And so much of what I feel like has been failure in my life was God really taking something and teaching me an important lesson or bringing me to the point of recognizing that, yeah, God's been in this all along. And he does talk to me, but often he's silent. And sometimes, like I said earlier, he says a lot to the silence. Well, and I can't speak for you, Jim, but I know for me, I'm not usually the most patient person. <laughs> well, don't ever pray for patience. No, no, you get plenty of opportunity to do it. Well, we just barely even scratch the surface of our clips, let alone the topic. So we're going to continue this topic next week of hearing from God. we got some great clips coming up next week, including Forrest Gump and Bruce Almighty, Evan Almighty. Just wait, there's some coming. We're going to have a boot camp coming up this fall. We don't know the date yet. We don't even know where, but go to maskandjourneyradio.org. We'll update it there as soon as we know and listen to some of the past podcasts and join us next week as we continue to hear from God.